And we are back, episode 39 of the Morning Tilt, and that was just said perfectly. A little a little sound bite, a little music change, just to represent what's going on here at the new studio. The boys are back in town. Corey, you're back. I've been emotional all day. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Kree Rob is back. What a little hiatus, but I am refreshed. The brain is ready to rock. And my God, do I just have hours of content? That intro, like, actually, like, I, I haven't been that excited to start an episode. Yeah, I got shivers. That, I had shivers. with That That intro yeah. gave me shivers. We're just back, and I love it. Holy shit. I love it. We're back. He says, like, fill us in. Yeah, maybe tell us where you've been for the last three like, three years. Because I was, I was, like, running out of excuses for the tilters. Like, I, so much to talk I about. I was trying so, to hold back and trying to, like, figure so something I'll, out. I'll start but. here. I'll start here. Um, Before I get into where I've been and, uh, the you know, the good and the bad and the ugly... I have to say that I finally understand what all the hype is about because for the first time in my life, I was able to listen to the morning tilt as a fan, as someone who was looking forward to episodes on Wednesday, Thursday. I actually just tweeted. I don't know if anybody saw this, but I actually just tweeted that the the morning tilt is my favorite podcast and I listen to podcasts. Let me tell you. Well done, boys. Well done. Great content. Great banter. Comedy was there. But tried holding back. the f- tried but holding the fort couldn't like you can only go for so long with the three pack. Of course. Um, where have I been? So, <laughs> as you guys know, I, I took a little retreat out to the beautiful country of the United States of America. Beautiful I, I'm freedom. Gonna, I, I'm going to tell you three or four reasons why I, I don't think I ever wanted to come home and why I'm 95 percent confident I'll, I'll live there eventually. Okay, the land of the free. Okay, the, the land of the free is crazy. From a financial perspective. Home of the brave. Uh, sports. I went to a high-end Italian restaurant. I got a bolognese, meat, beautiful glass of wine. It's a Jacobs-esque uh, equivalent. The Tulsa Tulane game was on in the background at this restaurant. <laughs> These people <laughs> are addicted to sports. At any given television. There's a CP24. CNN. This is CNN. They don't care about politics. Well, actually, that's not that's not true. I saw a lot of Trump. You saw fans. a little bit of Fox News. You must have seen some Fox News. In I Florida? saw a, I saw a ton. Of, I saw a ton of Trump signs. Ton of DeSantis. Can imagine us being waiters at an American restaurant. We'd be pouring like food. We'd be bringing out food trays like for the dinner table, like staring at the TV, watching. Hey, like, my oh. name's Craig. I'm gonna be serving you tonight. So I love to lane plus. Six and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the app. The yeah. appetizers tonight are yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we, we, have a, we have a two for one special: a glass of wine and a free <laughs> ticket on the house. <laughs> Bro. It's like the QR code you scan the menu. It brings up like a like a bet three screen. Lines. <laughs> Bro, and like, it's so funny. So I, I I know I didn't really give a good highlight of the trip. I jumped right into it. But I was I was down in Florida for for a full month, four weeks. Uh, my girlfriend and I had a little bit of a retreat, a, a, a work from home, beautiful you know getaway in Naples. Florida's incredible. The weather, we all know this. But I, I have to just like like hone in on this sports piece because. Every single person there is addicted to football. It's something like I've never seen before. One guy I was sitting at the bar with on a Sunday told me that he missed his son having a kid because he had to go to the Steelers game. He was from Pittsburgh. He's a diehard Steelers fan. Like, it's an addiction. It's a true addiction. And we don't see any of it here. It's unbelievable. Well, we see it in other ways, like, with us. But, yeah, like, in the main Canadian population isn't addicted at all. Americans are the best. So what else? Golfed a lot. 
Golfed a lot, six rounds. As I told all my closest friends, I golfed my best round ever, 92 on a 6,200-yard course. Not too long, but still quality. Um, and, yeah, it just felt amazing out there. Like, like I, I, I'm addicted to golf. It's, it's amazing. And I think once you can finally, like, hit the ball. Like, I had so many years where I, I couldn't make contact. And now I'm, like, actually able to hit the ball and, like, able to aim. And it's, it's fun. Like, I get it, Craig. I get it. Yeah. It's an addi- that's an addiction. We are so easily influenced by addiction. I just couldn't imagine if one of us tried like a hard drug, what would happen to our lives? <laughs> like I, I actually have no answer. Like I, I literally like started golfing last year, uh, addicted. Well, to answer your question, our families would be like buying coffins. Like I don't know what would happen to us. Like we are so. I mean, I'm happy with what we're addicted with: sports, gambling, and and all the fun stuff. But pussy. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> like this podcast just went from like so structured to just like this is what i have to say because we listen to the (laughs) listeners they love we listen to the tilters this is what they want this is what they want change you can improve here we love this and we've just taken it to heart if you don't love sports and women you're not listening to this podcast so that's the thing we we talk about it all the time you cannot be friends with us unless you have a thousand on a game or you just are a virgin (laughs) (laughs) like you just can't be friends with us (laughs) like i just don't want you coming into the apartment but yeah, you know so ba- you know we're back when we're just going off. Yeah, like, like we're I, in the first six minutes. Yeah, we're this off. is great. So <laughs> we are so happy that you are back. We are complete. Anything else you'd want to uh, give um, the lowdown about before we get into stuff? Nothing that needs to be shared on you know on on public media. I mean, yeah. I had a couple ups and downs and had a uh, you know an unnecessary extension of the trip, but. I mean, I think right. we could we could skip over it, and uh, if it's not sports related, it's not no, important. No, no, yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. But no, overall, like the sp- the sports piece, uh, like I, I, I just love I love football. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. that's why we're here. Um, but yeah, really, really, really excited to be back. Um, I, I, I think uh, we we missed an episode last week, and again, it really just makes me realize how much the, the listeners love us. Like, I got five, six messages. Yo, where's the content? It's not even with the picks anymore. It's just the boys. That's what it is. It's the boys. We, you know that Spotify thing that happens every single year where you release like your top rated or listened to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had mu- we had multiple friends like oh yeah text Max and I. Yeah, I mean like that's what I said like three minutes into the episode. If you like were listening, what? And, oh, like, you said the Spotify thing. Like didn't like take your shirt off. And, Did like, you say rub, the Spotify? Rub thing? your nipples like you're in a fucking rubbing time. <laughs> I took a like, puff of a, I took a puff bro. of a vape and I just got so hot bro, in here. Like, <laughs> you, you, you don't listen. Like, <laughs> Did you actually say that? Bro, it's the like, first thing like, I said right away. Really? Like bang on right away, Spotify shared it on Twitter, oh, like, and you were giving you were giving yourself a purple nerfle on the right side of the couch, rubbing your tits like this is a fucking, it's unbelievable. I apologize, I didn't, I didn't hear you, I didn't hear you say that. Oh my god, um, it's at, and yeah. at a point now for me, like I can't even get out of my house on Friday morning if there's no episode. I hear about it right away because yeah. my stepdad Jesse's downstairs. Where's the episode? And you don't post any. Where are the pics? Where's the episode? Like, I can't Sh- even. I can't even escape my house. Shout out Jesse. Shout out Jesse. You fucking listening. Everybody who everybody who talks about the tell gets a shout out. I have a couple 100%. shout outs actually. Shout them out. I have a couple shout outs. Uh, Hum now forty five bells. <laughs> Top rated Spotify podcast for for RB Bells. We were like ahead of yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Zimmy. Another top Great. podcast morning tell. Shout out Zimmy. Nice. Anybody else? I well, just like to clarify that yeah. anybody that uses Spotify is a nerd. So I don't know my top rated podcast because I use Apple Music. Right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we got a couple shout like Plenner, Haliwa, Andy, yeah. Tyshirt, like yep. all these guys yeah, loving out. the tilt, loving yep. the chat. Shout out. Um, and these are the loyal guys that we that we get together for. 
Shout out. So, yeah, I mean, look, uh, we have so much content today. I, I do want to start, correct, like, we haven't really debriefed, like, like living downtown. Like, how? Well, well no, uh, we can't debrief how, because yeah. I've been living alone for how, two how, months. How can you debrief? I've slept here more than you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, You're I almost at the Rafa level. Like, you're almost my roommate. <laughs> you're almost there. Like, Rafa right now stole the roommate. Oh, Whoa. man. Rent just went up a thousand. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, you're getting there. But, yeah, like. We talk about freedom all the time. I have no idea why I'm still living. Like, I was at home. It's um, I, It makes zero sense. But uh, how about, like, walking around the city? Like, do you feel like you're, like, a Torontonian now? Yeah. Like, I went to the office yesterday. The streetcar broke down like a classic Torontonian, Bro, and I had to walk car. home. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah, it broke down at, like, Ugh. fucking uh That's the Bathurst. con of this city. If we yeah. talk about not living at home for another minute, I'm jumping off the balcony. <laughs> and it's only five stories. I got a chance at survival. <laughs> So I you can go down there with the block of cheese you threw down. <laughs> 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 we're unloading. We're unloading the fridge. There's like shit that's purple smelly, in there. Smelly piece of cheese. I threw it off the balcony. It, it could still be there. It's still there. Oh, it's, it's still, still there. there. There's gonna be a piece of cheese there. The building's gonna. We're gonna have to tear this whole thing down and rebuild it. Well, there is like on the third floor. There that's is a where, little that's hook. That's where it's yeah, yeah, that's where a block of cheese. It's like a super Craig's hork. It's a superstore there. It's hork and parmesan. So another great story for you. You're gone. There's a there's a poster in the elevator. Okay. <laughs> Posted in the elevator. Who's throwing garbage off the balcony? Like, I'm like, like, please stop throwing garbage off the balcony. Who's who's throwing garbage off the balcony? Like, please stop. It's a hazard. I'm like, it's not a hazard. I'm throwing it on the fucking third floor, you dork. <laughs> There's really fucking <laughs> raw apples there. There's cheese. There's really, bags of shit. Really, Craig, the animals. Really, Craig was like, if they wanted to, if they wanted to yeah, talk like to me, they could have just came to my room. My directly. unit number is five twenty. Yeah, they didn't have to come to the elevator and publicly, publicly attack well, you. Well, thank God, Bob, the building, uh, the building manager, isn't listening. He's he hasn't watched a sport in. Oh, and you also missed like eight fire years. alarms too. Like yeah. tests. We had a crazy one with like a lot yeah. of people. like there there was like six yeah. people here and the thing was going off and. The only people that were downstairs, we check, kept checking the balcony. The seven dorks that live in your building were, like, masked up outside. That's another outside. thing, too. If you, like, if if you leave your apartment with a fire drill, you're just a nerd. Like, I'm not leaving until the fire is touching Like, like what are you, you going to get burnt alive? Like, when I'm inflamed, I will leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is when I leave. <laughs> or when the floor collapses and I'm forced to leave, I will leave. If you leave the apartment and it's still upright, I never want to see you again. Bro, we literally go on the balcony and your neighbor's Bye. outside. We're like, we're like, are you leaving? He's like, nah. He's <laughs> like, I'm watching a movie. I'm like, I'm like, yo, if you guys leave, like, give us a shout. He's like, yeah, yeah we'll come back out and we're going to leave. <laughs> There's like three people down there. One is like purple hair, like classic. Like you would be down there, you fucking on, ass. It was on like 45 minutes, not a person on your floor. We just kept going. I'm like, you guys leaving? Nah. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, a burnt piece of bacon is taking the, yeah. the building down. Like, sorry, I burnt my frozen Dr. Oker. I don't need to like, leave the room. Like, no, Colby Covington's about to fight. I'm not leaving. <laughs> Man, it was just so oh, funny. That was really funny. Holy it's a good shit. call, though. I I don't think I I don't think I've ever left a building for a fire no. alarm. Like even back in university, when there was like fire alarms all the time, it's just someone like ripping a bong. Like I don't need to leave the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my Illadolf isn't on fire. Like like sir, like sir, it's like minus thirty outside. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm, I'm in my underwear. I haven't put on a pair of socks in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously not leaving. <laughs> that reminds me like we're <laughs> last week there's football on for like five straight days 
<laughs> like Wednesday, like Max shit. Then Thursday yeah, was yeah. Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can't first we of all, that was just a, a crazy. Yeah, I lost billions. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't move for like five days and the course like are you gonna shower for the first time you moved in here? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, all, all I've been having was like slices of the salami and like no showers. <laughs> Max, you know that. Rafa, you, know, you know when you like make a ticket and like it's it's dead by like the you know ten minutes in the third, but you're obviously still gonna watch the game, right? Obviously. So we had one of those moments where like we were like dead silent. Morale in here was like a nightmare. Like we were, there was eight minutes left. We were down by thirty. Like I think the spread was two and a half. It was it was like done done. And it was it was dead silent for like <laughs> oh. it was dead silent for like eight minutes. Like you could hear a pin drop. And Craig just goes, All right, I am gonna shower for the first time this week. <laughs> <laughs> like the nowhere. only way I could get up is not like my mom calling me in an emergency, it's just when I'm dead on a ticket. That's the oh only way I'm getting up <laughs> off the couch. <laughs> Oh Are we God. good here for volume? What happened? Oh no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, like, volume, Max right? is just we're, slinging we're, deals. Max, like, Max is closing deals. Mid podcast. I got an email. What am I gonna do? Well, that's the thing. We've only we we haven't monetized that much yet, right? Like we're, we're only making. Okay, I won't disclose the numbers, but I want to tell Tot. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, it's not cold. It's not cold. It's not cold. You know it is cold. Me. Your pigs. <laughs> My bank account <laughs> is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally frozen. <laughs> I like you want to you want to know how bad it you don't know how bad it is. Tell right me now? tell me a movie that most relates to your bank account right now. The apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear how bad it's getting? What was this? What was it? It was Seattle. What was that? Ma- it was a, a primetime game. Seattle versus who? Washington. Washington. Seattle. Washington. I have Gerald Everett to score the first touchdown. It hits. Eight plus eighteen plus nineteen hundred. I have fifty bucks on it. I was fucking miserable. I didn't have two hundred on it. Yeah, yeah, like I was actually mad. That's how bad it. Yeah, I was mad that I made a thousand dollars. I was mad. That oh my god, <laughs> I'm just getting put to the blender. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, there's no end in sight. There is. No way. There's no. But end. all you could do is turn the page. Yeah. And I just keep turning it. Eventually, I think the, it's a long book. The book might end. I hope the book's not going to end. Because <laughs> the book ends, it's not good. It's a never-ending book. <laughs> yeah, it better be the fucking dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was going to say something. I forgot. God. Fuck. Yeah, we have fun here. So, we're back. I just want to say, um, I think that was a record for me, personally, of four consecutive days of football all day. Yeah. Thursday... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday was the last technical week in college. Yeah. And then Sunday, by Sunday, I was like defeated. But yeah, it like, was just yeah. unbelievable. Like just football all day. There's no place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be. Would you rather get a paid all inclusive to like Punta? Like for a resort? Like with no, like with your girlfriend. So like no boys. Mm-hmm. Big Which detail, huge detail. Huge detail. Well, obviously, if it's, the, if it's the boys, like, I'm going to live there. Well, the thing is, is you know football's going to be on there, right? Okay, let's say there's no football at the resort. NFL comes out and says, we're slamming the entire season into one week. Or you go to Punta for, like, a month with all the boys. What are you doing? I don't know why it's taking you so long. I'm I'm not moving. Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah it's I don't think I can miss that much football. No, I don't think I can. Miss, are we on the same? Gidel, Gidel's on like a press conference. Like, there's an apocalypse coming, but we need to have NFL, so we're slamming it into one week in February. Super Bowl is like first week of March. Like, where are we going? 
Holy shit. That's a, that's a serious would you rather. Yeah. And I'm taking football. I take football too because I would, just, I would just do the trip after we yeah, bought the money true. in football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> I don't know right. what scooping's like, but yeah. yeah I've uh, never heard of it. What is it? <laughs> well, I do, because we'll get to my record. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not on that page of the dictionary, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's at S. Scooping, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still at B Fuck, for I'm broke. Only, I'm only at B. <laughs> Literally, I'm only at fucking B for bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a fucking long way to go about it. Holy shit. I don't know if I can handle it, but honestly, if I made it this far, it can't get worse. Oh, well, it could get worse, but it's not going to get worse. Oh, You're going to get fantastic. to L Lucky. You're going to get to yeah. L Lucky. L Lucky would be and nice. L Lucky is going to lead you to S Scoop. Right before S, it's going to be uh, R, R, uh, yeah, R, for R retired. Rich. Yeah, Rich. R for, L for loaded. You have to get past D, which is just dead. M is, <laughs> M, M, yeah. I was going to say M is miserable. Like, that's, not a, that's not a good letter. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then the ultimate K, kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. fucking I'm done. F, fucking end my life. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh man, that's we're good. Great. We're good. It's chilling. We're chilling. But let me let me just say, like, when it comes to football, today we just have an unlimited episode of a few things. I know we're going to talk about uh, the big day tomorrow, Championship Saturday, uh, college football for all you college fans. We're going to talk about this coming Sunday. And we're actually going to add in a segment today that's all about one thing that's really surprised us most this season, which will drive a ton of banter, a ton of talk about the NFL, which is, uh, of course, the best league. Um, and we're also going to talk about what's disappointed us as well. And I already know mine, and I think we're all going to be aligned just seeing the games this week. But um, can't wait to talk about it. But first, first and foremost, what are you most excited for for the rest of the NFL season like coming up? It could be this week. It could be the next three weeks. Like what? What's exciting you right now about football? NFL. I, I guess I could be either. Wait, so start, repeat the question. What's exciting us about football? I, I blanked out. I was looking at. Uh, you have uh, the attention span of a rat. No, I do. No. Goldfish. Hamster. Um, so you're just the most like what's exciting us most for NFL or football period, within the next couple months. This guy drunk. It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just wish we had video right now because Craig is currently butt naked on my couch. Oh, He's wearing a toque. He's like pulling out the quadratic formula to solve this question. Like, like what do you like about football? Okay, uh, so start us off. To give me the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. Holy fuck. Is there anything that you like I'm in football? Break, I'm not trying to break the sound barrier. I'm just trying to answer a question. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give an answer. Can you please go before me? Say anything. Speak. What are you mute? Okay. Can I say what was my most like m- fun watch? And I had no money on it, which is fantastic and rare. Yeah. The best sporting event in football of the season was Michigan Ohio State. Yeah, last it was week. crazy. It was nuts. What a fucking game! Harbaugh finally does it. Michigan finally does it. They fly up to number two in the country. Yeah. And they control their own destiny to win the national title. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal game. The atmosphere in Ann Arbor. I would have paid a lot to be there. Even the in the snow, the cold, 100,000 just diehard fans, just rowdy, storming the field after. Like, it was just nuts. It was nuts. It's such a monumental win. Like, imagine being part of that rivalry. Like, Brady just had an interview with somebody, and, like, he still remembers everything about his, like, four games against Ohio State. It was State. really cool. It was on Let's Go. I was like, it's, to like, it. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me how, like, the championship is, is not even as big as this game. Which is why a lot of people like Iowa this week because of the letdown spot. But yeah. we'll get there. Like, yeah, like the, the the rivalry is more important than winning a national yeah. championship. I think for some students it is. It is, yeah. I think for like I think for Harvard. But I think it's different bigger. this year because 
the rivalry was combined with if we win this game, we're in the playoff. And if we lose, we're out. Right. It wasn't so much like Michigan's like a 20th ranked team and we're going to beat Ohio State. It's more so like a win and you're in. It's like the biggest game of like yeah. the last yeah. while. Yeah. That 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 was my favorite moment uh, this this speaking year of Michigan, so far. Speaking of Michigan, I was listening to Let's Go with Tom Brady podcast, uh, not podcast, like a radio spot. Yeah. Um, he was talking about watching that Michigan game with his son, and he's like, "I looked at my son, and I'm like, you're gonna be the starting quarterback oh in this God. team." And then he's like, "Yeah," and my wife is like, "Let him do what he wants to do." <laughs> and then Tom was like, "He's gonna be the starting quarterback <laughs> at Michigan." In Ann Arbor, <laughs> that's, that's like we always. That's like what we always talk yeah. about. Like when we have like a like a like a kid and it's like a boy. It's like he's on skates in three yeah. weeks. Like this is this <laughs> like, is going to be you. Yeah, literally, like watch this moment. Like this will be you. In Mine will be on like the T box at Bethesda, like already like locked and loaded. Uh, but yeah, that's my moment. Like you guys, you care to share? Or is it just like you're asking me? Well, yeah, that moment was great. Other than the fact that Max and I at Ohio State minus seven. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, that wasn't just great. Miserable. But then again, yeah, like your fault for ta- tailing my pick, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I, I guess um, the thing that's really amazed me, like really getting into college and comparing the two sports, um, is the refing. Great call. In yeah. NFL, I'm not kidding you. It is becoming borderline unwatchable and One definitely unbettable. One million percent. For how much impact these referees have on the game. One million percent. There's ten penalties a game. Each call changes the entire game. Pass interference needs to be changed. Holding needs to be changed. It is ridiculous. Why do I know that? Because you turn on college on Saturday. Yeah. They don't, they don't even know where play. their flag is. Let them play. They do not know where their flag is on their belt. There is zero It's flags. like total opposite. In college, they don't throw flags, and they let these kids prosper in terms of scouting. And then in pro level, they throw these flags. Coaches' careers are on the lines. Quarterbacks and players are on the line. You have a bad call. You ruin a whole game. Betters are on the line. People have th- hundreds of thousands of dollars on these games. With point spreads, money lines, whatever it is, and these subjective calls are ruining the sport. I said uh, we were talking about it in the group chat, and I kind of went off about it. We have a random group chat. I went off that the two biggest calls in NFL football, in the NFL, are the two most subjective calls that are that could be made, and that's the spot foul on pass interference, which could literally be a 99-yard penalty, possibly. Yes, and. And like, the fucking fifteen yard personal foul bullshit. Oh like, oh, I pointed at you. Now you're fifteen yards, and the play's dead. Unbelievable. Or roughing the passer. Un- that's Ruff- the roughing the passer is so everything. The the fifteen yard personal fouls and the spot foul pass interference are by far the two most subjective calls, and they're the two most critical calls to every single fucking football game. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. The other one that I can't stand, and I know you can't really get rid of it, is holding. When it has zero like away right. from the play, like yeah. It, yeah. there should be a, a, an away from the play holding and an on the no. on the line yeah. like yeah. about to tackle yeah. and holding, and they should be two different or calls. like the same call, just different different consequence oh type of thing. Yeah, no, it, it, it almost feels like the refs uh, like like feel entitled, you know? Yeah, they're like cops. They feel entitled to to yeah. to make every little call. Like, and please, if you don't know what we're talking about, turn on college on Saturday. Yeah. You will not see penalties. You do not see flags in college football. They let them battle for balls. Mm-hmm. And like great. you're, you're just getting me angry with roughing the passer because the roughing the passer when it's like so a quarterback bad. gets like you're a defensive end. You're the whole purpose of your job. Why you're getting paid two hundred forty million is to tackle the quarterback. That's your only job. But if you tackle him a tad too hard, you can lose the game for your team. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the Saints game yesterday? Like I had to turn it off because like it's the worst offense. And yeah, there was a block in the back. Called on the Saints. 
the announcer said this is the worst call I've ever seen <laughs> as an announcer, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> and it took away like a huge first down. Like what? Like the refing is so fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. It, it needs to be. It, it needs to be. Fixed. To, it needs to be addressed. That. But least. how do you fix it? I don't know. Like because yeah, they tried making passion for reviewable, but then people take advantage. Yeah. And fucking just challenge anything. Yeah. To I, I think here's how you fix it. You mitigate the impact of the penalty. But then, but then, w- what's stopping me from just running over a player because it it's going to be a touchdown? Yards. Make it 15 yards. 15 yards and a first down is still good enough, but the spot foul is ridiculous. Third and 17, guy chucks up a prayer. It gets tapped from the back. Yeah. It's a 40-yard first down. That's ridiculous. It is, but it's not. It is, but it's not. Because if uh, you have to assume that if that guy's not there, it's a touchdown. So really, he's saving... Like, it, I, I understand both sides. They're just yeah. – I don't know how you – you can't automate it, obviously. So what do you do? I have I no just, idea. I think college has it right, to be honest. I think that's it why it's right. That's why it's a better product. It's yeah. a better product yeah. for the eyes, and it's a better nope. product worldwide. Mitigate flags both ways. Let them play. Let them grind. And show me who's more athletic. And Such when, a tough and, spot. And when, and when you need to, make the call. Right. Because you find so many more – made calls that are bad versus not made calls. Do you agree yeah. with that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I see a lot more made calls that stink versus the, the blind eye. So how many flags do you think are thrown this week and what games do you like and what games do you, Bro, you I, know? I, I, I'm dying for Barstool. You know how they do their, like, over-under total points? Like, on the Barstool sports Like those, club? yeah, yeah, they like those juices, They need yeah. to do an over-under total flags yeah. thrown yeah, yeah, this weekend. Like penalty yardage. Oh, I just <laughs> slaughter the over. <laughs> well, if the Saints are playing, take the over. Yeah. They get like 200 yards of penalties. A Why game. don't we start there? Like, what what the hell happened last night? Saints are abysmal. Speak about it. The Saints are fucking abysmal. Taysom Hill, obviously, he has a broken foot and broke his finger in the game. So I'm not going to put too much blame on him, even though I didn't know dark blue and white were so fucking interchangeable because he threw like seven interceptions. <laughs> Three of them were taken off. It was only four. Should have been like seven. And and how many did he miss short? Like oh, he, horrible. he couldn't well, his make finger, his finger was broken. He literally had a. He was, he was on are they regretting the contract already a day in? I don't know. His finger was broken, so it's really hard to judge. His finger was literally broken. But he's had those games last year. My biggest, before, no, too. he's been he's been scary. My biggest takeaway from that game by far is I think Sean Payton's become an alcoholic. With he what? is like a different fucking person. I think he's the like play calling is atrocious. And what I noticed the most is he goes for it on fourth down when he shouldn't, and he doesn't go for it on fourth down when he should. Like he he cannot make a decision right. I just feel like the fifty-six yard field goal at the beginning was so stupid. You're playing a team with it that's been depleted too. Dallas has been horrible. You're gonna kick a fifty-six yarder with our eighth kicker of the year, and we have a Pro Bowl punter. Just fucking punt it. And a great defense. And then he'll go for it in situations where take the fucking points. Yeah. It's really frustrating. It's really fucking. He's obviously off his game, but it, the injuries put him in a tough 100%. spot. Look, they were like every seven, possession, seven is, offensive starters. Every yesterday. possession is so like sacred. I, like, one another takeaway is Vegas just blindly drunk making these spreads. Seven missed offensive starters, and it's under a touchdown spread. Uh, it's like they they're dying for me to lose because I have to take the Saints. I can't <laughs> not take the Saints, but I know the pick is Dallas. Yeah, under a touchdown against seven offensive starters not playing. Yeah, it's fucking criminal. I guess no one like knew the, how Taysom would perform. I don't know. Like I was in the dome. Thursday night against the Bills on Thanksgiving. I wanted to literally kill myself yeah. watching football. It's not even football. I think it's brand recognition. They're not even putting a product on the field that is watchable. Yeah, coaching, the dome, branding. You could have heard a pin drop in the dome in the second half. It was horrible. Horrible. Also, no McCarthy. I don't know if that puts into the spread. If anything, it should. Give, if, if anything, it should give Dallas the CD more coming point. back. Like they had guys coming back. We had guys going out. We were it's, like the opposite. It's totally brand recognition, and I know that from when Cam was there in New England last year. The Pats were consistently around less than a touchdown, and it made no sense because they were the worst team in football. 
and it's just brand recognition to the brand, to the coach, to the system, whatever. And the Saints are getting that right now. They are horrible. Like eye test, they should be plus ten or more yeah. every single game. But you would take that spread every game though too is the problem. Saints I, are plus ten against like Philly. You're taking the Saints. I don't know. I my eye test in the last four weeks, they cannot move the ball. They cannot move the ball. I know. Semi in Taysom, they cannot they move the ball. They obviously haven't had Camaro. And for bro, a few trust weeks. me, that I know we back and forth. This has nothing to do with No no no. Like I I test. I've watched them four straight weeks every game because I've whatever, it's been on a take. They, I, I've never seen it before. The bottom football. line is they're missing. They're two, two of the ten best offensive linemen in the league with Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchick. Both their tackles are out. Yeah. And Kamara, who's a top three running back, is out. Yeah. Their, their whole team is out. Look, I'll change the pace and get the party started. The only team that moves the ball potentially worse than New Orleans is, is you. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. A hundred percent. He it's needs horrendous. to. Re- he needs to retire. He needs. He, he needs, needs to retire. To, That's he it. Retire yesterday. Every yeah. time it's brought up, I relate it to Eli Manning. It's the same thing. I was watching. Um, I was watching NFL Live the other day, and they were just like, the whole stories around how they didn't backfill him yet. Like, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. His loyalty. What loyalty though? You know he's not coming back for three years. Like Haskins isn't the. It's not Haskins. It's not Rudolph. Or they they're, they, or they're planning no plan. a big move, like the Rodgers move we talked about before. Maybe, maybe there's a Rod, maybe there's Russell a Wilson, Wilson, maybe there's a Wilson or because they're a brand. Uh, they're Sean like, Watson. I don't maybe think the Steelers have ever like rebuilt. Like they're a brand that's just like always there. Yeah. So like. Maybe there's they just three, there's got three, a big fish. Yeah, there's three top ten quarterbacks that are going to be free agents next year with Wilson, Watson, and Rodgers. Well, I don't think Watson's playing in the NFL. I do. Again. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, and, and you're yeah. right. If if the Steelers have a vacancy, they they have to be in the mix for at least one of those guys. Obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously, for sure. For sure, it's gonna be them, New Orleans, Denver. Can you imagine if like New next Orleans? year we just start this podcast and Saints have Wilson and Steelers have Rodgers? Uh, and the happy. Giants I'll have. Be I'll, I'll be the first. The Giants have Danny Mike Dines. Lennon. <laughs> I'll be the first. I'll be the first human being on earth to order a Russell Wilson jersey if he's a saint, and I'll get it in all four colors. Um. Well, okay. So l- l- let's actually go back to this question because, um, I, I think this is we're, we're at like the mid-season point in the in the NFL season. I think a little bit more. Each we're also at the mid-season ten. point of the podcast, and I have a haircut soon. But yeah, what do you want to? What do you want to yeah, talk about? So, well, you need one. You just look. I, my like hair is I, coming out of my ass. <laughs> um, okay, tell me one thing that has amazed you or really disappointed you so far this NFL season. What's your one big storyline of the NFL season to date? It, it, I don't see any other storyline being relevant other than Mac Jones. Slept on in the, in the NFL draft. Completely slept on due to his lack of mobility and athleticism. And he has just come in. He has taken the NFL by storm. He has come from Saban to Belichick. We talk about it all, like, every single episode, how poised this kid is, how, like, professional this kid is, and how NFL-ready this kid is. When you compare him to all these quote-unquote prodigies that were supposed to just be absolutely incredible, he blows them out of the water. He could very well win the Super Bowl this year as a rookie, and it's never been done before. He could very well win the Super Bowl as a rookie. So do you think Mac Jones will have sustained success in his NFL career? As long as he has this culture and, and coaching stuff, yeah. 100%. It's only going to get easier for him. It's only going to get easier for him. And now that New England sees a future with Mac Jones, they're going to give him what he needs to. I, have to I was win. talking to you actually before, even before they. It's all their free agency signings were planned as if they were taking Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Henry, Johnu Smith, Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne, all these slot guys, all these guys that can run in the middle of the field, all these tight ends. They knew they were drafting Mac Jones. It's, it's crazy. It's incredible. It's absolutely fucked. Like they were like just playing the whole rest of the league. 
Like, we're just going to operate this offense without even having this guy yet. It's just so cool to see. And Great storyline. They're, like, they're, what, 8-4? and four? They have a huge game against Buffalo that we'll get into later. Um, if they win that game, they pretty much lock up the division already. And they're, they're definitely a threat in the AFC. Like, yeah. w- they have the best defense. They have a sustainable offense, good coaching staff. Why can't they walk into the AFC championship game against whoever and beat them? The defense is everything in playoffs. It's going to be chip and chase football. Like the I, weather I and fo- if they get home field, like oh my yeah, god, Fox, bro, like bro, me and Craig went walked to Longos yesterday. Craig takes <laughs> one puff of the air, like <laughs> like like a cloud of like air comes out. He goes, "What am I in Fox, bro? In a <laughs> AFC playoff game?" <laughs> it's like the second you see that that like Brady's like breathing. It's Forgive like, me. I all I like think about is football. Like, 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 <laughs> like normal people are like, oh, it's winter. Oh, it's like, Fox oh, it's Brown. Winter in Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> or Lombardi. Like that's where I am. No, right no, no, it's like it's winter in Toronto, the city you've lived in for the last twenty-seven years. But your brain immediately goes to Fox, bro, but you've never been. Craig just walks outside. Uh, ready. One eighty. It's amazing. Okay, so Mac Jones, I love that storyline. Yeah. My storyline is the Cincinnati Bengals. And the speed in which this fucking disaster turned around and how real I think they are right now. Joe Burrow is proving why he was taken number one. And that, that's going to bring us, obviously, to the Chargers-Burrow game where I think I think the biggest chip on the shoulder here is Burrow because everybody's talking about it or they should have taken Herbert. Mm-hmm. So that game is going to be nuts. But look, Joe Burrow is obviously the real deal. If yeah, you don't oh think so, God. you're brain dead. Brain dead. Joe Mixon has arrived. He is a top 10 bonafide running back in this league, and I don't see any signs of regression coming because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe it took him a minute, but this team was abysmal when they drafted him. Oh, my him. God. The offensive line has improved. He is running people over. He's running for over 100 yards a game consistently with touchdowns sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. The kid's a stud. Jamar. Jamar fucking Chase. The fact that anybody said they should take Panay Sewell, they're drunk. They're just flat-out drunk. This is a top 10 receiver in the league today. He's played 10 games. This guy is a stud. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins is a stud. C.J. Uzoma never even didn't know who this was is a stud. Yeah. On defense, they take Trey Hendrickson away from the Saints. He's got eight and a half sacks this year. He's a Pro Bowler again. Von Bell, safety from the Saints. He's looking great. The defense is flying. Zach Taylor is coaching this team to win after win after win. Yeah. I'm so impressed with the Cincinnati Bengals and the speed. They were talking about Zach Taylor on the hot seat a year and two years ago. This team is a legitimate contender right now, yeah, in my I, eyes. I, legitimate I, contender. So they are I'm, good. I don't know about contender, but I do agree with everything you're saying. They just beat the Steelers back-to-back for the first time, I think, ever. Um, and the big one for me is like thinking about the Bengals as an organization. Getting rid of the Marvin Lewis era, right? He's 0-11 in, in, in playoff games. you got to make that change. Burrow comes in. Taylor comes in. They rebrand. And you're right. They, they look like they can potentially continue to get better year over year. They're going to be scary. They're going to be scary. Burrow looks like the real deal. He's a winner. I, and think, the they, fact I think they have the brightest future in that division right now. I do, over too. Baltimore 100%. And over Cleveland. I do, too. They I have do the too, best yeah. quarterback of the bunch, in my opinion. They have the best offensive weapons of the bunch, in my opinion. Don't, don't get me started about Baltimore and Cleveland. And the defense is on the rise on that team. The defense is sneaky good yeah, on Yeah, Lamar Jackson just threw four, oh four interceptions God. on primetime football. Baltimore, so, they're so fake. If they win a Super Bowl, I'm, I might retire. I'm waiting for them to I – I I'm not cheering for them. I want them to finish the number one seed. I want them to finish with the number one seed in the AFC just so I can slaughter the other team with the points. Yeah, yeah. Slaughter. <laughs> slaughter <laughs> yeah well, so like no i love well, that storyline too like I, they could potentially win the division because i don't think the ravens are winning out by any means and ball and they have pittsburgh looks, twice which is two wins 
No. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> if, there's any, if there's any game, the Steelers suck, but if there's any game they get up for, it's Baltimore yeah. at home. Like, it's just rivalry. What's your storyline? <clears throat> My storyline, to, to me, the, there's, this is actually easily the top storyline of the, of the year. And it's how Aaron Rodgers has literally silenced not only the media, but every freaking football analyst or GM or coach that ever existed. He literally put them on a fucking poster. I'll tell you why. After week one, do you guys remember what was happening in the media about Aaron Rodgers? This guy's checked out. He's unvaccinated. This, that. He's uh, he's out of Green Bay. He's not mentally there. This team's not going to win the division. What he has done in the last, like, three, four weeks has shown me that he is by far, I think, the best quarterback in football. And we've bet against him every single week, and he just Yeah, no, no, because you, can, you consistently say, oh, the toe, no Jones, Adams banged up, no no, Which Bakhtiari, has made him the best quarterback. No Bakhtiari, and yeah. you're like, this guy has no weapons. And he just – the way that he throws a football is fantastic. It's phenomenal. He has shut up everyone. He looks like – he looks like he gets on the field. You're like, but this guy doesn't look like athletic. He doesn't look like a bona fide athlete, bro. The funniest story, my girlfriend. She was at the gym in uh, you know Naples, Florida, and uh, she she calls me. And she's like, Corey, like I have a serious question. I'm like, what, what's up? She's like, why every time I turn on a TV, I see Aaron Rodgers' toe. <laughs> that picture is iconic. I'm like, it's because his toes were the 135 million, <laughs> and it's probably the most impactful toe in the USA. It's the yeah. most like, important toe in the it's U.S. It's easily the most important toe in the U.S. And he, he he's just taken over the league by storm. And honestly, as much as I was all over the Vikings earlier this year, I kind of hope he wins the Super Bowl and just silences everyone. I hope he wins the Super Bowl. I hope, they win the, I hope they go deep and win the Super Bowl because I think he's he's had such a good career. He, he doesn't have the championships to show it, and now is his time. Where does he rank in all-timers if he wins MVP for the third time this year, which he very well could? And a second Super Bowl. Automatic top five, no doubt. Whoa. So I think he's top five already. Yeah, automatic top based five. Based on no talent doubt. and based on career resume already. So you're like immediately putting him over Peyton Manning without thinking? No. No. No, Peyton, Breeze, Brady, for sure. Those are, top, those are all top five quarterbacks? Brady is a top five quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have those four in the top Breeze five. Is, Breeze is a top five quarterback. I don't think he no, is. I don't think he is. And, and, I, and, I, and this is coming, I don't think he is. I don't I mean, think any of these. I don't know if any of these guys are like other than Brady. He owns every record. How do you know I think if Rodgers wins this year, he's a top five quarterback. I don't know right now ever. today any of those quarterbacks other than Brady. So Breeze, Rodgers, Manning. I don't think any of them are top so five. So right who in the old timers are you putting over like Rodgers right now? Like like Elway, Elway, Elway Montana, Montana, and and, uh, and who else? Like I'm not putting Marino doesn't do anything for me. Steve Young's only one, one of the once. old ass motherfuckers. Fuck those guys. We like, have to put them like there, Johnny Unitas. Yeah, I'm not talking Joe about Joe Namath. Literally. Literally though, Namath only won once too. He stinks. I, I'm I, just, I'm just saying, like, like to to have Breeze, Terry? to have Breeze, Manning, Brady, and Rogers all in it's your only top one. Five, that's fucking, only one era. You're, you're just showing that you you're you're a kid, right? For you sure, but so, so let me let me tell you where I got. I didn't say anything about Peyton, but Breeze owns every record. I know, and I don't put him there, which is nuts. But I don't put him there. It I, makes no sense. Like, I, I think you have to. I think of the bunch, Manning right now today is the best of Breeze, Rogers, Brady. Uh, Breeze, Rogers. Manning, Manning's in first right now today, and I don't know if he's a top five quarterback. Hold on a second. Did you? Well, sorry, did you say Brady in there or no? No, Brady's the best all time. He's one. Right, right, okay. He's one of Manning, Breeze, Rogers. I have Manning right now today, the best of those three, and I don't know if he's in the top five. He's borderline top five. I think Breeze is borderline top ten with Rogers right now. Yeah, personally. Yeah. 
But uh, but I, I, yeah, if he wins another MVP, another Super Bowl, yeah. comes back next year, goes to Denver, wins a Super, like obviously the conversation changes. Yeah. But to say all those guys are top five is nuts. Okay, Greg, I see you. The jacket's on. I know you gotta go. You got a haircut. I have a big wedding on Sunday night. Yeah, like the. I need to get a haircut because I wake up and I look like I got electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> so picks. So let me just run through my picks. I hate I to rush this episode. Um, you guys can obviously still chit chat and whatnot. Um, do you think that, do you think they want to hear our records? Okay, so let, let's go through the records quick. We're going into week. What is it? Week thirteen. I believe so. Um, okay, Cree Rob is thirty-two, twenty-four, and two. Just phenomenal. Crayfish is 28, 23, and 1, respectable. And Rafa is out to lunch at 20, 29, and 1. It's better than I expected. So It's better than I expected. We are going into week 13 hot. Uh, my over just quickly. Bill's pass. I think I'm taking the over just because everyone's on the under. Fair. It's over 42 and a half. There's expected wins. I'm expecting, you know, some turnovers and short fields for these offenses. And I think it could be, you know, a... Th- you know, a 2020 game going into the fourth quarter. It could be a secret barn burner. I think it could be a very secret barn burner. Because Mac Jones doesn't make mistakes. They just go up and down the field. I'll take field goals. Just go up and down the field. He doesn't throw picks. He doesn't fumble the football. Just go up and down the field and score points. And I think Josh Allen scores at least three touchdowns or accounted for three touchdowns. So I'm going to take over 42 and a half. It's extremely low total. Extremely low I total. Agree. Um, You know, just to run through some picks here. 49ers minus three at Seattle. <laughs> Max just closed the deal on the pod. Let's fucking go. 49ers minus three. 49ers are a wagon. They cannot lose this game. Um, you know, with Minnesota up their ass, with the Giants up their ass. Um, <laughs> um, they can't lose this game. And Seattle's just done. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson's checked out. He's obviously not healthy. Um, this team is just going to be in a constant rebuild for the next five years with a new coaching staff, new quarterback, new everything. This is a team that gave two first-round picks for a safety who doesn't even intercept uh, balls. I, I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's just a horrible, yeah. horrible run organization ever since the Legion of Boom. Yep. So I like the 49ers are in a must win. The Raiders minus one and a half against the football team. The Raiders are very under the radar right now. No yep. one is talking about them. Whereas on the other side of the coin, everyone's talking about Antonio Gibson, Taylor Heineke, and how they have 10-minute drives every time they step on the field. I like the Raiders at home to get a big-time win, not laying many points at all. My last pick, no Daniel Jones this week. I'm going to go under 40 um, in the Giants-Dolphins game. So it's 39 and a half, 40 points. I'm no good. Um, even with Daniel Jones this year, they haven't really been able to move the ball. So Mike Glennon, I can't expect them to, you know, score at least two touchdowns unless there's a fluke defensive touchdown. Um, and the Dolphins, I'm just still not a believer in Tua and that offense, even though they've won three, four in a row. Um, I think the Giants defense is a little frisky and can give them some problems. So maybe like a 2017 win for Miami, something like that. Those are my picks. Hate to cut it off quickly. I'm going to get a haircut. Um, it was gorgeous. phenomenal to, you know, have the, the wolf pack back together. We're back. Mm. We're back. We're back. Okay, I love your picks. I haven't even heard them yet, but yeah. I love them. We're riding and and enjoy the episode. Let's let's go to you, Book It with Trent. Yeah, literally. Well it's funny that I'm looking at our picks. We have like four like that are different. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Um okay, so so picks over the rainbow. Chargers Bengals, fifty and a half. Mm. I think I both like these it. quarterbacks are just ready to put on a fucking show. Because both of these quarterbacks want to prove why they, why Burrow was picked number one and why Herbert should have been picked number one. Mm-hmm. They both have huge chips on their shoulders. I talked about Bengals defense, but fuck, Herbert's so good. Herbert is so good. I'm not. Yeah. This game is going to be back and forth, touchdown, 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 touchdown. I'm obsessed with this. Over I feel like Her- Herbert's going to be your favorite quarterback for the next like five, ten years. I, I think he already is. I think he already. I'm obsessed with Herbert, and I'm just as obsessed with Burrow. 
Yeah. If I could pick any two quarterbacks today going forward, I'm taking. You're gonna watch every snap of that game. Oh, I'm I'm going to be dialed into that game. I might have headphones on watching that game. (laughs) That game is like my favorite game of the year. This is my favorite game of the year. Period. Period. My favorite game of the year to watch. Love it. Chargers Bengals. Picks. Like Craig said, everyone's talking skins. I mean, football team. Everyone's talking football team. Mm I just, I just, there's a reason why the Raiders are favored in this game. You ask any Joe Schmo off the street, they tell you Washington's a touchdown favorite here because mm-hmm. the Raiders have not been very impressive. And Washington just wins game after game right now with these long drives. I think this is a letdown spot for Washington. Too much hype. Yes, I think Washington is a good football team. Don't get me wrong. No pun intended. Good football team. Mm-hmm. Raiders minus one and a half. It's a letdown spot. I'm taking the Raiders at home to the Skins. Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Heinz Field in one of the best rivalries in sports. And I just have to take the Ravens. I have to take the Ravens. It's nothing to do with my hatred for Corey, who I don't hate. I love him. But I have to take the Ravens here under a touchdown against Pittsburgh, who cannot move the football Mm -hmm. with no TJ Watt. Defense does not look like what what it was supposed to look like this year. I know they were a top-five defense coming into the season, but they have not looked that way. I think this team's in shambles. This team's in shambles, and I think they're on their way to a rebuild. When I say rebuild, I just mean new quarterback. This is a huge game for Baltimore. Baltimore needs this game. I think they're going to win this game convincingly. Would I be shocked if not because it's a rivalry game and this could realistically be a pick em? No, but I'll take under a touchdown. I have to take the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Broncos plus nine and a half going to Arrowhead. This is probably one of my craziest picks in a while. Not crazy, but it's a lot of points. Divisional game. The Denver Broncos are still very much alive to make the playoffs, which is crazy to say. The quarterback situation's a mess. It's a weird, a weird game to bet on, period. Nine and a half. I wish it was ten and a half. I'd be a lot more confident, but I'm still taking the nine and a half. I think this is going to be a competitive football game, and I think Denver's offense is a little bit underrated right now. I think this is going to be another back-and-forth game. I like the Broncos. Did Craig give his lock? No. We'll do his lock. No problem. So give your picks, then we'll go to the lock. Quickly. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh. 32, 24, and 2. I'd suggest you listen up because, like, I'm just absolutely scorching hot. Um, scorching hot. So. Go back to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's not hot is over the rainbow because I think this is the hardest pick ever. But uh, my my over the rainbow this week. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're good. We're, we're good. good. Yeah, I got nervous that we were no good, but we're totally good. So my, my over the rainbow this week is going to be the return of Kyler Murray. And it's going to be over 44 points in the Arizona Cardinals when they visit uh, the Chicago Bears. And I'll tell you why. Um, I just think that right now, the Cardinals need to make an offensive statement. They're coming back healthy. Uh, Hopkins is playing. Kyler's going to play. Uh, their dual running backs are, are healthy. Kirk's been great. Ertz is back coming off two crazy weeks. Yeah, what a pickup um, for them. What a fucking pickup for them. What a pickup for them. For them uh, like, way better than Williams or whatever his name was. Almost as good as Colt McCoy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. And I, I do think the Cardinals come in and put up at least 30 points. Um, honestly, I hope Dalton's starting. I don't know what the report is, but Dalton's a lot better than Fields. He can totally move the ball. Um, I do think this will go over 44 points. I also think that you can expect a couple turnovers from both sides. Kyler typically fumbles once or twice. And I do think Dalton will throw at least a pick, rest, and turnovers actually leads to overs. So the fact that we have explosiveness plus turnovers, to me, screams over. I like it. I like it. Three picks before we get to my lock. First pick, Steelers plus four and a half. I have no justification on this other than the fact that rivalry games, especially in this rivalry, are always within three points. 
if you go look at the statistics on Steelers versus Ravens, how many games are within three points? It's over 50%. Let me repeat that. When Steelers play the Ravens, over 50% of the games have ended within three points. So which either way that you go, Steelers plus four and a half is a phenomenal bet. This is a Tomlin bounce back game, comes back home, rivalry game. Like Ben's been in this rivalry for 17 years. Plus four and a half, I love it. Chiefs minus nine and a half. I think Kansas City is back for one reason, and it's the defense. The defense has been just phenomenal. And you don't hear that from the Kansas City Chiefs in the last four years. The, the Chiefs will hold Broncos to less than 14 points. And you just know Mahomes and crew are going to get it done at home. Arrowhead rocking, Sunday night football. Chiefs minus nine and a half. I think this should be 13 or 14, to be honest. Uh, my other pick is 49ers minus three and a half. Um, I made a quick switch here, but the, the, the 49ers look like they are one piece away from being a, a legitimate contender. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Loki has thrown for over a uh, hundred. Um, his is uh, why can't I speak English? His quarterback rating has been over a hundred for the last four games, which is very shocking. Elijah Mitchell re- looks like the real deal, and the defense looks like uh, it, it was expected to be. So my three picks before we get to my lock: Steelers plus four and a half, Chiefs minus nine and a half, and the 49ers minus three and a half. What I didn't mention there is that the Seahawks look like they need to rebuild. Yeah, and I want to talk about the Niners pick too because I'm I'm a little upset I didn't put the Niners in here. But something about Jimmy G, who those of you who know, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league because he's far from it. Mm-hmm. But he gets no credit. When you look at the the way people talk about the seasons that Ayuk is having now, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel mm. is one of the top receivers in the league this year. Kittle is back and strong. Who's throwing them the football? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to be throwing it, and nobody gives Jimmy G his credit, but they love to talk about all his receivers, how good they've been. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Jimmy G needs a little bit more respect put on his name since they've gone on this little winning streak. And, yeah, I fucking love the. I, I think the Niners are not even – I think this could be a team that goes on a run. Yeah. As is. And, like, I can't even imagine the damage he does at, at the nightclub. At the uh, bar, he's he's, he's the hot, not the not the best looking athlete. He could be one of the best looking people. He's just I've stunning. ever seen in my whole life. He's just gorgeous. I've been on that train for a long time. This man is gorgeous. <laughs> this man is gorgeous. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I think uh, if they come in fifth, sixth, even seventh, like the NFC, they walk into Arizona. Get plus, in the playoffs. Plus four and a half. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a coin flip at that point. I couldn't agree more. Let's move to our lock ticket. Um, so we'll start with, with Craig. He has Chiefs minus nine and a half for pretty much all the reasons that I said. But uh, It's a little tough for me because obviously I am on the Broncos. But again, look at my record. It's bad. Book it with Trent. It's bad. If you don't know who Book it with Trent is? My, my record is bad. My record I got the podcast. My, my, my record is bad. He likes the Chiefs minus nine and a half versus the Broncos. They're at home. I understand the thought process. But me personally, Eileen Broncos. But then again, Craig on fire, Corey on fire, Max ice cold. Take it with a grain of salt. So, with that being said, who's your lock? My lock, my lock. We talked about lock, it. like lock, mortal lock of the week. We talked about it all. Yeah, but the thing with the mortal lock of the week that I like to talk about is you don't want to take a fucking snooze fest. You want to give the people what a fucking want. game that's worth watching. 100%. A prime time Monday night football game. Yeah, it'd be easy for me to say I like the Raiders. Who the fuck is watching the Raiders <laughs> fucking football team game? Nobody. Yeah, Scott Hansen barely. People even it. are going to be watching on Monday night. We live in Toronto. Everyone here's a Bills fan, and I say fuck all of them. I'm taking the Patriots. Plus two and a half wow. against the Bills. I think this Patriots team is so real. I think Mac Jones is so real. 
Buffalo coming off a, a, a massive throttle of the Saints, which I understand was a huge win for them. The Patriots do not lose. They don't lose, and they just run the ball down your throat. Stevenson, never heard of him before this year. He's incredible. Damian Harris, Mac Jones doesn't make mistakes. I don't, I'm not even saying the Patriots are going to win this game. Just If I can get Mac Jones plus points, I'm at a point I have to take it. Yeah, I have to take Mac Jones if he's getting points, which and the is defense, crazy. And the defense. The defense is amazing. Bill Belichick owns this division historically. Yes, the Bills are amazing. I love the Bills. I think this is going to be a great game. But I think it's going to be a game. This could be a who gets the ball last is winning this game. And plus two, I'll take it. I'll take the plus two and a half. Patriots in Buffalo, the second best game of the week behind Chargers Bengals. It's going to be one, one hell of a week. And finally, the NFL gets it right. The best game of the week is Monday Night Football. It's, a, it's about time. It's about time because we've had some brutal primetime games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Chiefs minus nine and a half from, for Crayfish. Patriots plus two and a half for Rafa. Cree uh, Rob. So, um, <laughs> Talking to yourself. Cree <laughs> Rob. This is my pick of the week. I'm in love with this pick. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles minus seven on the road against the Jets. And I'll tell you exactly why. If you take teams who previously didn't cover the spread last week against teams who previously covered the spread in that prior week, it is 42-17-2 ATS on the year. Last week, the Eagles got crunched. Last week, the Jets won, I believe. Crazy, yeah, they beat Houston. They won. They came back and won. 18-14. They definitely covered. covered. Yeah, 18-14, yeah. Yeah. So if you ride that tread, the Jets just came off a win. Rare. Yeah, they won 21-14. Love the Eagles this week. Obsessed. 42-17-2 is the ATS record. When you take teams who have not covered versus teams who did, the Eagles have a bounce back. They're in a legitimate playoff hunt. Hertz has a legitimate shot to show Philly that he's the guy. Take the Eagles here. It's my absolute pick of the week. Eagles. Lock ticket. Eagles. Patriots. Chiefs. Chiefs. Money. What a do. We're back. <laughs> the boys are back. I'm so the happy. The boys back. are back. We're back in town, baby. We're all back. We'll be Could, here for a bit. Hold on. Can we just talk about something now that it's just you and I? Of course. Draft and crew up. Of course. Can we just talk about the fact that Craig just left mid-episode? Craig just walked out of a podcast episode. He just left mid-episode to get a, a, a trim? A haircut? A trim? I just don't get it. For what? You uh, don't leave the house. Li- you literally don't leave the house? And you have a girlfriend. Yeah, what, what's the trim for? What, what, what are you getting trimmed for? <laughs> for our picture at the wedding? Who gives it? You're not getting married. Right. It's not your wedding. Yeah. With and the like, picture on my iPhone? You're worried about it? Marla Tyke isn't going to care if your hair's a little long. No, I don't think, I don't think Marla and Mark are going to be like, Craig, leave. <laughs> my son's getting married. Your hair's long. Right. Hey, Craig, when are you going to record? Oh, I can record around two. But, but I have to leave at 2.30. I have to leave it. Just a nightmare. You know what? It's all part of the fun. This podcast. It's a journey. Uh, we now have a real obstacle that we did not expect at first. We are all three adults. And we may have. Adults. We actually have things in our lives that, you know, are important sometimes. Well, it's, like it's a combination of being adults and both working more than 40 hours a week in our real jobs. Right. Like, well, yeah. That's like, the other it's, thing. It's, we're, we're juggling a lot, but we want you to know we love this podcast. How, how do you think we pay the Longham and Quaid bills? We love our fans. We appreciate you sticking with us. No episode, no pics were posted. You know, where's Corey? 
Raf is going to Florida. Craig's getting a haircut. We love you. Thank you for sticking with us. The content will continue to flow. And this episode, this episode was fun. Uh, amazing. And just a huge shout out to everyone who had Morning Tilt as their top podcast in 2021. I, I literally almost cried. I, yeah. we got, I got three, four messages. The minute the Spotify thing, I got more than three, four messages. The minute the Spotify thing came out, I got messages. Boys, number one podcast. Bro, sitting Joe on Rogan, Caller Daddy. No. No. The morning Me, tell. Cree, and Crayfish. You're listening to us once a week. It's crazy. Morning tell. It's fucking humbling. We love you. We love you. Later. Take it easy. Later.